Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us here on the Inside Connection tonight, June 10th, 2020. I am Christina Martin, and Dr. Craig Martin will be joining us very shortly, uh, but I'm here to start off the show. Uh, Tonight, we are going to be talking about Mars conjunct Neptune in Pisces. Uh, This is a confusing aspect and something that is worth delving into. So uh, we're going to be talking about that. Mars moves around the Earth. It takes about two years to make a full, complete cycle or circle. Uh, So this conjunction only happens every two years. And with Neptune in Pisces, uh, this combination is uh, a bit striking. It's uh, a little confusing. Um, So we're going to delve into that. And also, we're going to be talking about our moon in Aquarius as well. Uh, It's really beautiful. It's a little bit more objective. Uh, we think of Aquarians as people who are uh, want the best for humankind, very humanitarian type uh, energy. So uh, with the moon there, with our emotions, uh, getting a little bit of a boost through that, uh, we, we can um, really work with that, use that energy. Uh, I don't know about any of you out there, but... The Mars and Neptune combo coming up, it's going to be on the 13th, which is this coming Saturday, uh, is uh, already weighing on me. I have had a little trouble sleeping, lots of really intense dreams. Um, Neptune is that uh, representation of the dream world, the uh, mystical, misty, uh, place where we can't quite see clarity. Um, so we have a lot of that going on. And that's certainly true with our current situation, the epidemic, what is going to happen for our futures. I know for me, I've had, uh, I have friends in different industries and each and every one is trying to figure out how we're going to be moving forward. What are the outlined structures of uh, the future? So uh, that's certainly Neptune. Um, absolutely. We just, we don't quite know. We, we like to, as a human race, I believe, have uh, structure, know, know what it is we're looking at. Um, you know, there. There's the unknown factor that kind of scares us. So Mars joining Neptune is interesting in that Mars is something, uh, it's the planet of um, of action. And how do we take action when we don't know what's in front of us? Uh, it's a really confusing um, combo. I think I've repeated that a couple of times, but I'm just trying to make an emphasis here. Uh, I personally, in my own chart, know I have Mars conjunct Pisces, and that uh, can get me in a little bit of hot water. It's very confusing at times, uh, a little hard to have structure. So um, we have that. 
Um, it looks like I do have a couple callers coming up. Um, I'm going to give it another like maybe five minutes or so and see if I can get uh, Dr. Craig to join us and then we'll take on our callers. But for right now, um, I'm just going to talk a little bit more about that Mars and Neptune um, coming up. So if you have this in your chart, um, it's a good idea to uh, look at the 20 degrees of Pisces, uh, 20 degrees of Gemini or Virgo or Sagittarius. Uh, those planets or those signs are going to be affected by this uh, in particular. So wherever it is in your chart. And again, if you don't know your chart very well, we recommend using astro.com. But uh, once you get that up on your screen, give us a call and we'd love to um, do a reading, a quick little uh, reading on the air live and uh, hopefully it pertains to our our subject matter, but um, we love to hear from callers. So uh, again, I'll be talking to a couple callers in just a minute, but mm, I just wanted to point out before we jump in that Mars in uh, conjunct Neptune is um, is a time when you can use that energy. The Mars get things done, itching to change and move, a lot of movement associated with Mars, uh, into either art or something that is a little bit more selfless. Um, giving back to the community, um, sharing something that you have with somebody with, without any ego attached is really just uh, a perfect uh, expression of this um, combo that's happening. So um, I think that I do have Dr. Craig calling. Uh, we'll see in just a minute. But... Um, we just wanted to concentrate on that. The art of Mars in uh, Mars in Pisces conjunct Neptune. Uh, if you do any writing, if you do uh, any music, then uh, it's a great time. So it looks like I have Dr. Craig. Let's see if I can grab him right now. Uh, okay. Hello, Dr. Craig. Can you hear us? Hi, Christina. Hi. Hi. Welcome in. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for covering the beginning of the show. That was really good of you. And sometimes I just don't know when I'm going to run over time. And tonight was one of those times. So I really appreciate it. I'm going to let you stay with the ball for a second and I'll jump in sure. when um, when I think it's appropriate. Okay. Great. Great. Uh, so I was talking about the uh, the good manifestations or the um, positive ways in which you can use uh, this, this weekend in particular with Mars and Neptune is again, doing a lot of art, um, doing a lot of work with uh, uh, compassion uh, for others. Uh, if you can just get that out there, do some charity work, check on the people that you love um, less ego based uh, actions is the best. Um, and we want to also avoid, if you can, any type of um, escapist tendencies. Uh, if you um, 
you know, drink or if you are just anything that's in excess, uh, maybe slow down a little bit. Uh, I know Mars with Pisces is, it's just, to me, it feels like itchy energy, irritability, um, and, and even maybe feelings of weakness or inferiority. It is. I think it's not a very strong energy in, mm. in, in the sense that it's hard, I think, for Mars to get action done um, mm-hmm. with Neptune. But one, one word that you said that I think is integral to the topic is compassion. Um, mm-hmm. one, one place where Mars may not be too familiar with that being that it's, you know, the god of war. And it's getting ready right now to go into Aries. Uh, in another couple of weeks. So this is a moment, I think, while Mars is with Neptune for that energy to be able to reflect on compassionate community and a part of what, a part of what we're going through at this time. I know that we titled the show confusion because Neptune and Mars is confusing and be quite energy draining. And I think it's easy to put these two energies together um, I think fundamentally they actually don't go well together at all. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was even going to say too, yeah, I, I think um, a part of it and, and we're moving a little bit away from um, all the protests and things that are happening with that. But um, that's a part of it too, is, is this like compassion for, you know, the other and um, you know, it could be a time of, you know, loneliness or even like shattering your ego. It's just like less egocentric. A, I think that is a part of it. I like that language too, you know, shattering, shattering the ego because Mars is of the planets, the sun and Mars are principally the most concerned with our ego. They're, they're the ones that are, um, connected most deeply to who we think we are and what we feel we're accomplishing. And Neptune, by its very nature, is the most ego-denying, um, which is why I was saying, like, the two together, so, which is why there's confusion at this time. And I think, you know, I don't – the protests, you know, certain aspects of it, definitely, I think, rioting and looting, that's gone gone down or subsided mm-hmm. quite a bit. But but I think that the protest energy is going to continue and actually even get larger as mm-hmm. we go into the Mars and Aries time period, which really is almost the entire summer. So we're going to have Mars yeah. and Aries for a long time, almost six months. And um, that energy is so strong because Mars rules Aries. And th- th- like I said, this is a really great respite moment for sure today and um and moving through the entire weekend when when mars is going to be right next to neptune for us to reflect on how how is our ego our 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 very ego nature the me 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 nature how can that take a second seat to you know, listening to someone else's needs, being in touch with what's really going on in the community, trying to understand the lessons of this time. I worked with someone uh, today, and there's definitely an energy like, well, when is it actually really, when can I go back to my way of life the way it was? Mm. And 
I think, yeah, I think that that's really interesting because are we asking ourselves anything about this time? Are we asking, you know, collectively, are we asking ourselves about going back to the way things were? You know, like, is that the right thing, is that the right thing to do? It's certainly the easy thing to do, and we have a lot of attachment, but Mars and Neptune right now, part of the confusion is that we don't really know how to make something new yet. We haven't really mm-hmm. figured out how to make something new. But what seems clear to me is that the energy of the universe, the energy of the stars, whatever, however you want to look at it, those all the alignments are encouraging us to grow and change. They're, mm. they're definitely they're, they're encouraging us to look at a new way of being, a new way of expressing our Mars. How do we want to take action? And I think that, you know, we're really at the tip of the iceberg. When you're talking about, say, like the next 10 or 15 years, we're at the tip of the iceberg of what types of lessons we're going to have to be, you know, putting ourselves through in order to be able to create the change that's needed. Mm-hmm. Super, just great. But that was beautiful. I agree. I mean, it's time for change. It is here. I mean, change is inevitable, but this is a in your face without a doubt change. And I think that the Neptune in Pisces, I mean, Neptune has been in Pisces for a long time, but it's this like intuitive energy. Like, at least for me, I know I'm like feeling it a little bit more. It's, it feels like deep down this intuition, like, yep, this is, this is it. This is what's supposed to be happening a little bit. This change, change for the better, obviously, but a breakdown of, you know, structure and just, just friends. So it's really, it's, it's great. I like it. I see you have a caller. I see you have a caller waiting, holding from 202. Um, Maybe you could bring them on and we could say hello and see what's going on there. Okay, here we go. One moment. Here you go, 202. You're on the Inside Connection. Are you there? Hey, I'm here. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, you're so welcome. Who's speaking with us? My name is Kayla. Hi, Kira. What's going on tonight? Well, I completely uh, relate to the Neptune, uh, Mars and Pisces energy. I feel the Neptune strongly and the urge to escape strongly this week, um, Mm. which I'm kind of surprised about because I'm 14 degree Pisces sun and 16 Mercury, Mm. and, like, I really felt it go off of me and and this week I feel it hardcore. Um, mm. And also in the sense of wanting to escape through a person that I met, and I would love to look at his chart. I actually met met him at a protest. and um, That's great. I don't know. It's just like an immediate, like, recognition, but I don't know if it's, like, something that I'm kind of projecting as an escape or if there's a true yeah. connection. Yeah, just so you can be just so you can be clear, I normally wouldn't really look at the charts of someone else. Like it's an adult and that person's not present on the air, but I would be happy to look uh, at yours and specifically okay. sort of focus on maybe, you know, relationships and what it is that we're seeing there. Christina, do you also have access to to software and, and are able to enter her chart? Or, I absolutely um, should I do. do. Yeah. Okay, I have so great. Okay, so give me one moment. Let me just get 
here. Okay, so you said your name is Kayla? Mm-hmm. K-A-I-L-A. Okay. I-L-A, perfect. Okay, uh, the birth date? is March 5th, 1980. Okay. Um, and that's in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. What time? Okay. 1.29 a.m. One twenty nine. One twenty nine a.m. in Philadelphia. And I'm sorry, yes. you said nineteen eighty, right? Yes, nineteen eighty is right. And I just wanted to say too um, that uh, I think it's really um, perceptive of you to be able to, you know. I mean, it sounds, you know, exciting. But it's very perceptive of you to be able to recognize that, you know, is this another escapist thing? Because I think sometimes with these two combos, we get, like, a little lost. So um, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's really cool. Um, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, you. yeah. Maturity. It's definitely maturity for you, you know. But, the, you know, when we grow, when we get older, I think we're less likely to repeat um, old patterns. So have you ever had your chart read before? I have, I have. I mean, okay. so because you're fairly familiar, you know, you're fairly familiar with that Sun-Pisces conjunction. Do you do any writing or teaching yourself? I don't do writing, but I do editing. I do a lot of video editing, which, yeah, you know, I don't know, so do you attribute that to the third house? I feel like that's what no, I, I attribute that to all that Virgo, you know, that your ruling planet is Jupiter <laughs> and Virgo. So that's a lot okay. more of the editor. But I do think that there's, you know, some strong piece of music or fiction um, inside of you. Sure. You know, Neptune, you have Neptune in the first house. It could even mm-hmm. be like a very sort of elevated kind of spiritual music, like, like chanting or kirtan or drumming or or mm-hmm. something yeah. that yeah it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be vocal music it could be you creating um, um instrumental you know, yeah mm-hmm. instrumental mm-hmm. I love music yeah. it's true <laughs> electronica that's what I was trying to think of the name like electronic mm-hmm. electronica like hypnotic like that trance based mm. music. That's that I think you have that inside of you. Um, specifically cool. regarding the man, um, yeah. you know, specifically regarding the man, you do have um, Saturn making an aspect to your Venus. I don't know if you know that. And that's a square yeah, aspect. Yeah, squaring so, it. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but that what doesn't do you say about that? Well, I met Bad, my husband. Right? I met my oh. husband when Saturn was square his Venus. So... I, what I what I feel like is is it doesn't mean that it's an easy relationship, but yeah. uh, but um, the it it still has the the seriousness in it. Like in other words, this the idea the the idea that what it takes, like the commitment and that level of. Um, you know, personal involvement, you know, like if the, 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 he's not going to be um, uh, flaky or kind of like a slacker, you know, right. have you spoken to him mm-hmm. a lot in the last couple of months? Are you, are you communicating a lot? I've, and I've literally met him um, 
probably a couple of weeks ago, he's in my he's been in one of the buildings in my apartment complex, and basically he started like this town hall situation, and um, yeah. and then we met at a protest, and we just have been in contact. Like, um, right, but I mean, you feel fairly certain that there's romantic intention there. I do, from my end, I'm not sure with him, you know, and I'm not sure he's available to be honest with you. I see. Well, you know, you don't really, I mean, the you're it's not like you have, um, what I would call like any kind of betrayal energy. Neptune's not really badly aspected in your chart right now, it's not. It, mm-hmm. it, it's fine, and and even the Pluto energy in your chart is okay. It's not okay. it's not too heavy. You know, it's only that Saturn is there, which can be a little oppressive. Um, it can mm-hmm. also create separation. Um, Saturn can create separation by circumstance. Sometimes mm-hmm. Saturn or Venus is that a relationship doesn't really take off because either he's very involved in the movement. You know, this is a historical social movement that we're involved in right now. And maybe he might find out that he's, he's, you know, happy to have you, um, you know, connected to him at the same Mm -hmm. time. um, Can't really necessarily devote energy to that right now. That's a possibility. Mm Mm-hmm. I wouldn't despair of it, though. If it's somebody that's really interesting to you, I would definitely stay in his orbit because the Saturn square Venus energy is not inherently bad. It, it just mm-hmm. means that someone serious, established, kind of with their, with their stuff together, like more of a mm-hmm. together person who's, who, who wants to develop his own authority. How old is he? He's 43. So he's like right. a few years okay, older than He's in the middle of... He's in the middle of his midlife crisis, which happens at 43. Yours is not for a few more years. And oh, my God, I didn't have it already. It feels like you're I in, <laughs> Yeah, God. no, you're not. You know, I know. I know. I know. You'd like Lord to say, like, wait a minute. Isn't 2020 a midlife crisis for us all? My 2019 yeah. was when, um, yeah. what was that, Pluto squared my moon, Pluto. Well, you know um, what I love hearing in your voice is that you have a sense of humor about it. You know, you <laughs> recognize, <laughs> well, you recognize that it's growth or whatever it is. It, you, we have mm-hmm. to capitalize on it and use it to facilitate our own journey back to spirit. Christina was talking That's about good. compassion, and there's no people that are more compassionate than Pisces people. Even mm-hmm. if they have a hard time connecting to it, you know, it's one yeah. of the gifts of Pisces. And yeah. you know, yeah, you're sort of Pisces, your, I saw, I saw. <clears throat> you're mediumistic and you're psychic in your own right. You know, like you, yeah. I would say, like, that's I would say that polarity, time. that polarity between Pisces and v, and and Virgo, you know, try to nurture the Pisces side. Try to do poetry, fiction, and music. And a little bit less editing and accounting. Mm. Yeah, no editing. It, it it gets it. The one thing that it does it does soothe my Virgo because I get to just, you know, mess with the clip until it's perfect. You know, with the video editing. But it also has the Pisces aspect with the music and sure and that kind sure. of thing. Um, yeah. 
I have Listen, a quick question really... just about. Oh, sorry. No. I just wanted to ask about no. Neptune in in charts, like relationship charts. This is something that I keep finding um, okay. with my relationships that their Neptune conjuncts my um, my ascendant. What are your feelings on that? Because I've heard well, different you things. Well, you pretty much good, almost bad. have Neptune. Um. You know, I guess you really are looking for someone who's mystical, motivated, you know, someone that's not um, too bogged down in the, you know, the, the mundane world. It's, I would say that because you also have Neptune in the first house, and Neptune mm-hmm. rules Pisces. So if mm-hmm. you're finding people, you know, that really have Neptune close to your ascendant, I would think that it means that you're attracted to Neptune people, you know, mystic artists, activists, people who are compassionate, uh, philanthropists, Mm -hmm. um, musicians, Mm -hmm. people, you know, but it it, it can even be like, you know, drug addicts and alcoholics. So you kind of have to be careful of that because a lot of Neptunian Mm. energy is, um, is, is hard for people you know, real people to contain. It's hard to be that selfless. Yes. Yes, Yes, very much so, especially with Mars and Neptune conjoining coming up. Should we, (laughs) I think we do have one more caller. So thank um, you so much. You're very welcome. We appreciate you calling in. Um, If you, if you, if you want to go and take the other person, we really only have maybe like a couple of minutes so that we can, okay. you know, wrap up the show. So sure, yeah. bring them on and, and let's see if what we can do in two minutes. <laughs> All right. Okay. 919 area code, you're on the air. Uh, how are you? My name is Janet. Hi, Janet. Hi. Are you guys doing tonight? We're doing really well. How are you? That's great. I'm doing okay. Hanging there. Uh, where, are you, where, are you, where are you calling us from? I'm sorry. I'm from North Carolina. Love North Carolina. My father's nice. from North Carolina in the Raleigh area. Yeah, well, he's not too far from me then. I also live in the Raleigh area. So, go ahead and. Did you want to just talk with us for a second, or did you want us to try to look at your chart for a minute? I would like to look at my chart, if you don't mind. I'm kind of new to astrology, and um, I would just um, like for you to do that for me, please. Okay, so tell me your birthday. Seven twenty-five, And your birth time, please. One thirty a.m. Oh my gosh! The other caller was one o'clock in the morning, and yeah. your birth and your birthplace. It was Banner Elk, North Carolina. Can you spell that? B a n n e r, and then it's a separate word e l k. So do you know your chart at all? I do not. Hmm. Okay. So I'm going to well, do the uh, astro.com, I believe is what you said yes, earlier. Great. Yeah. Well, so you know you're a Leo. Yes. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I mean, just generally, and and real quick, I'm sorry, I don't have too, too much time. Um, and is it okay if I just read her for one minute, Christina? Go for it. So basically the chart does say that you, you know, you you have a strong desire to be a gracious person, a welcoming person, a person of service. I feel like that's the number one thing. You're a caring, nurturing, gracious, service-oriented human being, a really kind person who's probably a little bit too hard on herself. You know, like yeah. you're you're probably a little too perfectionistic. This is Moon and Virgo. You probably get a little bit too concerned about health issues, even though you're very good about taking care of all that developing a routine, being stern with yourself, having a strict routine. You have to always be careful that, you know, you're not vying to be the center of attention too much because that Leo energy, this, the, the downside of it is, you know, really needing to be the center of attention. But I imagine that from your upbringing, you know, that you learned to meter that. And like I said, be a gracious, welcoming hostess and somebody that knows how to shine and bring your warmth to other people with a lot of kind words and a very forgiving person that you are. Um, there's probably more that I could say and go into. Nothing really like of, of any like alarm is jumping out at me right now. Like I'm not looking at your chart yeah. and going like, oh, I should warn her about this or that. Um, we do, it does actually say it again. Sorry, we just have about five seconds left, so I just wanted to say thank you so much. And uh, I'm sorry we had to cut your reading short, but please get back to us if you can, and we'll keep going. But um, okay, uh, thank, you. thank you so much, thank and you. have a nice thank night. Thank you very much. You awesome. Bye bye. Bye bye. Perfect. Really nice, Christina. For anybody out there who's listening who would like to learn more about Christina Martin or me and our work, um, you can find us at sageofstars.com and sageofstars um, on Twitter and Facebook. And, Christina, I'll let you sign off. For me, I'll say yeah. goodbye, and I'll see everybody next Wednesday. Okay, everybody, go out and do some art and do some compassionate work this weekend. We could all use it. Have a nice night. Bye-bye.